and welcome to The GameSpeak. My name is Hui and I'm the host of the show. The GameSpeak is your weekly gaming podcast where I break down the biggest and latest news in the video game industry. And oh boy, what uh, articles and news that we're going to talk about this week's episode. So usually I am just by myself and other times I have a friend or a guest that I bring onto the show. And on this week's episode, I have the pleasure of having another guest on the show, which is uh, a friend of mine that I met on a um, short film production that uh, is the same uh, short film that I met all the prior guests that I've had on the show. Before I give the word to my guest, of course, if you like what you hear, please consider going on to your favorite podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and CastBox. Subscribe, leave a nice review, ask any questions. I take all the feedback that I can get, so please don't feel shy. I'll try my best to answer all your questions and whatever you might have. Other than that, this is the 19th episode of the GameSpeak, and today's episode we're going to talk about the Bloomberg article that was released I think last month that was about Naughty Dog and um, just like Sony's first party studios and what seems to be like an internal conflict. Um, very exciting stuff. Anyways, that's enough for me. Let's uh, give the word to my guest of uh, today's show, Kasper Poske. So Poske, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you, Willie. As I just mentioned, I don't know why, but there's like this pattern that I keep inviting people that I'm uh, doing like short films with. Like yeah, I have yeah. other friends that just like within the film industry, but... Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually kind of like, I'm not sure now that you asked that, I'm not totally sure. But uh, Poske, like um, before we begin the show, I, I, I like to uh, to have my listeners kind of get to know my guest a bit better. So would, uh, would you mind telling a bit about your uh, personal gaming history like when did it begin and all that for certain for certain and then first of all i like to say i'm honored to be here thank you for the invite it's a it's it's going to be interesting yeah so my story with video games well jesus should should i just tell you my my life story is that might even be quicker oh wow okay (laughs) i'm joking um okay well i think i played forever uh i think I think my parents have told me that I've been playing since I was two years old, which I don't even think you're allowed to do. <laughs> no, I don't think you're allowed to. That. No. <laughs> um, I can't say I have always been a PlayStation guy for some reason. Um, and then looking at uh, newer times, I, I'm very happy about that. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the exclusives. Um, I think the first game that I ever beat completely was Uncharted 1. And, and and now you might ask, well, that's if you knew how old I was, you probably figure out that I didn't play Uncharted when I was two years old. So you're probably thinking, well, how was was that the first time you beat a game? Yes, yes, that was the first time I beat a game. Before that, I just played a game, and I didn't know how to save the game, so uh. I just started over and played the beginning and did that again and again and again. And I had a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't very productive. Um. So yeah, no, I've been. I, I think I have every console of of PlayStation, and I even have an Xbox. Um. So so, and I have PC. So you know, I've been playing everything, and uh, it's it's. I think it's a miracle, or not a miracle. It's it's it's, it's strange that I'm not working with games at, when you consider how much I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess I can say talk a little bit of or mention my favorite games. Um, yeah. Sure. Probably something along the line with uh, Naughty Dogs or, or, or 
the, the Witcher Three or Red Dead Redemption Two. It's it's all the classics. But, all the classics. All, all the classics. All the, all the boring choices. Uh, yes, all I, the all the boring choices. Um, it, it, I I like a good story. What can I say? I like a good story. I, I take a good story over pretty much everything else. Yeah, I I to some degree I have the same uh, approach uh, in terms of my favorite games, but uh, of course like. Gameplay is also very important, and and a lot of sure. people would say that that's actually gameplay is king. Where in movies, story is king. Uh, that's the mm. debate in 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 that regard. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I I certainly agree, but I think there are different types of game, right? Like 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 you can you can have games like The Last of Us, for example, that is very heavily movie uh, kind of ish, um, and that's one experience. And then you can have something like uh, I don't know Minecraft that is just it's just pure fun, you know? Yeah, and it's kind of through the gameplay that you kind of create your own story. For so certainly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's so totally cool. And I think most of the guests that I have on the show uh, always mention Naughty Dog as uh, <laughs> the favorite company or as a developer or just one of the games as, as being one of their favorite, which makes totally sense because... Personally speaking, I think Naughty Dog is the best uh, game developer to exist right now. Mm. Uh, you know, every game they release since Jack and Dexter uh, the area, like they always push the uh, industry forward in, in regards Perfect. to technology and especially these days in, in terms of uh, storytelling in, in, in video games. For sure, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like... Um, yeah, so I guess we we can just just jump to the to, to the main topic uh, of of the show, which is the uh, Bloomberg article uh, about Sony's uh, kind of uh, focus on uh, blockbuster games over smaller mm-hmm. experimental games. Uh, and, and but first of all, have you uh, did, did you read the article that I that I sent you? Yeah, yeah, twice. Twice. Oh yes, yeah. it's uh, uh, it, it's uh, so it uh, was released on the ninth. Of April uh, two thousand two, uh, like this year, and it was uh, written by uh, Jason Schreier. And do you know this guy? No, uh, not no. I haven't heard about him before. I did click in on his name uh, just prior to this, um, and I saw that he he does write a lot about video games. Um, I'm not too sure if Bloomberg is even a. I think it's like a tech website, right? Yeah, yeah, it is uh, tech and uh, business uh, side or something. But uh, Jason Schreider uh, used to work at the Kotaku, if you know the, uh, if you know that name like, or that outlet. Uh, yeah, I, it, it, there's a little uh, a blink, but I, I can't yeah. really put a picture on it right now. But yeah, uh, just just very quick about Jason Schreier. Like he's uh, one of the few um, uh, investigative journalists in the game industry. So okay. he's uh, he have a lot of sources, and he's the one who usually uh, posts like very uh, breaking news stories, like in in regards okay. of uh, rumors uh, of new games or troubles in uh, game development. Like he, he he has a lot of uh, sources. So nice. so in in that regard, a lot of um, gamers that follow uh, gaming news kind of see Jason Shire as one of the uh, very good uh, last and very good uh, journalists. Um, okay, so that's so why this sources, yeah. Yeah, so so that's why this uh, article is even like uh, it's it's very well written and just some like a news that has been uh, the headline uh, for some some weeks uh, in, in in different kind of outlets. And I th- I thought it would be interesting to have you on board because I know you're like a big uh, Naughty Naughty Dog <laughs> fan and also a big uh, fan of uh, PlayStation to kind of uh, go through the article with me and just yeah. let's talk about it because like there's a lot of things to unpack and I wanted to do this right. 
uh, and it's always nice to have another um, a person to talk with and have different opinions. Yeah, um, certainly. Also, uh, I think you, I think I'm, I don't know if it's a it's a lucky strike from God or something, but but uh, very relevantly, I've been playing and beating Days Gone as well, uh, which I also think will be relevant to today's topic. So um, yeah. So I don't know if you, have you played Days Gone? Yes, I have, uh, and I uh, completed it, but I haven't uh, platinum the game no. yet. No, I'm, I'm I'm not no I'm not sure if I'm I'm gonna. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, can can I ask what you thought thought about the game? Is, is that? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> and, and and thank you for for doing my job uh, better than me. Uh, right oh, no. now. It's like <laughs> no, I was actually uh, um, about to ask you the same, but that's totally fine. Oh. Yeah. So overall, I thought Days Gone uh, had a very slow start. I think the mm-hmm. opening hour of the game are very slow, and mm-hmm. I was kind of close to kind of quitting the game. Um, okay. Another big problem I think about the game is the progression system. Um, there's a lot of upgrading and skill trees, but I think at least the way that I played the game, I there was like it was very far between when I got a new skill that I thought was useful. Like a, a lot of the skills are very passive, you know, like it's mm-hmm. not very visual. So, and so so for the most of the game, I I never felt I was uh, rewarded fairly for all the time that I invested in the game. Okay. You know, the main quest and side quest. Yeah, uh, yeah. So so overall, it was. It, it was a game that was slow, but eventually got better as uh, yeah. as more as I, uh, I played it. And I just thought it was uh, a shame that the best part, you know, the horde battles, were yeah. kept in in the third act of the game. Yeah. I, what I about think, you? Can, can we can we spoil it, or, or are we supposed to keep it completely spoiler free? Spoiler alert for Days Gone if you haven't played it. Now you can. <laughs> now you can do whatever you want to. Perfect. Uh, so so uh, I'm I'm I, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. It might have to do with the times. Like maybe Days Gone was just the perfect game for me right now. Uh, but I I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was fantastic. It, it wasn't a new Red Dead Redemption Two or anything. But but it was a good fun uh, pastime. Um, and and I I could feel that I really enjoyed it. Versus for example, I, I've also been playing. Assassin's Creed Od- uh, Novelhalla, uh, which didn't stick with me as well as as, as Days Gone did, and and I can definitely understand what you're saying, and 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 personally, I think the story is extremely flawed. I'm I'm a little curious to hear where in the story you that sort of turned you around, like like if you if you didn't enjoy the story, or or maybe just the game, what what got what got you through it? Because it is a very long game. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That was kind of like another complaint of mine is that the game is way too long. Way too long. Yeah, I I agree it, with you. I think I think you know what I'm talking about. But like at a certain point in the game, it mm-hmm. kind of build build up to like this climax or something. Yeah, and and then you're like, okay, this is this is the final act, and yeah. then you and then you complete the mission, and then I, I, like another part of the a yeah. new map yeah, just yeah, opens, yeah. I, and you're just like, what? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was being this. Uh, uh, yeah. I think I counted. There were three times in the game that I thought we were getting close to an end, uh, and 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 normally that sort of happens in the third act, you know, the, in the last part of the game where, where yeah. like they're just like they're just padding it a little bit. But here it's like you get close to something that feels like the end, and then that was only half of the game. <laughs> um, it's but then again, <laughs> I think Studio Ben had like around almost ten years to develop the game, so. Maybe that's why it was so long. They like they had a lot of time to 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 make the game longer and and, yeah. and honestly, like I would always prefer quality over quantity. That's yeah. just how I um, my opinion on that. Yeah, but I, I just, agree. 
just like back to the question uh, back back to the question uh, for me the the thing that got me through the game was that when i kind of started when i got settled in the uh, the gameplay loop of the game that's when i kind of understood uh, how the game was meant to be played and that's when i thought it was uh, an, uh, an enjoyable experience uh, but but i had to really push my push, push myself through the first yeah. 5 6 hours of the game yeah no i i get it and also the the story isn't very focused there's definitely some pacing problem there to me it was just an extremely relaxing experience just driving around my, my, my on my bike i i really enjoyed the the what do you call it sort of resource management system with the bike like every time you drove it you would just deplete uh, uh gas so quickly that you had to find something you constantly had to plan out okay i need to find some gas on the way otherwise i'm not gonna make it because uh, you you might meet a horde or, or something um, and I really enjoyed that, at least for the, for the first part. Then then you get really overpowered. Yeah, if you can get overpowered with a bike, but <laughs> it does get a little overpowered in the end. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I think that's uh, I think that that that's like a good thing about games that that kind of understands how to progress the uh, the player um, empowerment. Like like I just said earlier that I had a problem with the progression system in the game, but at the same time, like when I started playing Days Gone, I've every encounter uh, was kind of scary to me because like you, mm-hmm. it's, it's the first time that you encounter all these uh, what are they called? In, in, uh, freakers. Like, f- freakers, because because they were too afraid to call them zombies or something. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> but like the first few encounters with humans or, or freakers were always very intense, you know. But but mm. as you said, like when you reach the third act of the game, you are so overpowered and you kind of understand every mechanic of the game, and it's just mm-hmm. like that tension kind of just disappears. So I think the game has some really great sort of twists and turns. Uh, for example, like, of course, there's a problem with the pacing, but I did like the fact that the map opened up a lot more. And then there's also the natural story of, of going against the horde. Like, the first time you decide yourself, okay, okay, I'm going to try and take this on. And then you do it, and you succeed it, and, and, and the game hasn't really told you at this point that you can actually beat these hordes. Yeah. So at least it didn't tell me. So, so, so I was really like rewarded when when i finally did the first one but but then there's a bit of a disconnect when it in the story tells me to get rid of the horde and deacon acts as as if it's his first horde mm-hmm. and it was like my third horde or something yeah and and, and that that's a very uh, difficult uh, problem to solve for mm-hmm. for most developers right like this uh, what 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 is it called a lunar dissonance yeah i think so yeah and and, and uh and that's just how it is sometimes, right? But yeah, I, yeah. I totally get uh, what you're saying, and that and that happens to me like in other games, and uh, not just not in this one though. But uh, yeah, I, I think um, let's just get get on with the article, yeah. and because uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna Jim. talk no 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 because we're gonna talk more about uh, Studio Bend uh, in just a bit. So nice. back to the um, article from uh, Bloomberg. Um, like I'm not gonna read it uh, like from start to finish but i'm just gonna give like the uh, the main takes the main points and then we're just gonna talk about uh, each point and go on from there so yeah. um the article is is once again just about how sony's obsession with blockbusters and how it's kind of uh, creating this unrest within the playstation empire mm-hmm. so for uh for more than 10 years uh, sony have had like at this secret uh, developer uh, uh squad that's called the Sony Corp's Visual Arts Service Group, uh, and and their like main fun- uh, function is to support other first-party uh, developers such as Naughty Dog and uh, Sony Santa, Santa Monica 
uh, like with aiding their uh, in in development of their games. And and the thing is that Sony have never officially recognized this group. So uh, the uh, employees working in this uh, secret group has been a bit like frustrated with that. So one of the leader, uh, Michael uh, Moonbauer, he kind of uh, wanted to to have more control, uh, more direction of what the uh, studio were able to do in the future. So in um, I think in around uh, early um, two thousand ten or something, uh, Michael uh, Moonbauer he kind of decided to. Um, that he he wanted to to remake some of uh, uh, some of uh, Sony's uh, older games, and uh, yeah, they like they talked a bit about like uh, a remake of the first Uncharted, but they ultimately decided on moving forward with uh, uh, a remake of The Last of Us, which is a game that was released in two thousand and thirteen. Um, mm-hmm. So just here, like, what what do you think about uh, this? I mean. Uh, I... If if I can start off personally, I yeah. I like of course I get the whole uh, budgetary and, and and economic side of things. Like it makes sense to to remake the Last of Us over Uncharted, and and just like the article mentions, um, the idea was probably to uh, remake the Last of Us and then maybe Uncharted uh, down what's it called longer down the road. Yeah, down the road. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just from a fan perspective i i don't need a last of us remake um like i, I can i can perfectly fine play the the remake for for or remastering uh, for the playstation 4 it's it's really good to me and i have played it a lot of times and i can still play it today um it, it also still looks pretty great uh comparative of obviously but it, it looks pretty pretty great i would however have loved a a, a uncharted uh, remake uh, really, to 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 take the first game and sort of put it into sort of how they made the fourth game, for example, yeah, uh, and then just maybe even like redo some of the, the parts and and stuff like re restructure the whole game um, because that definitely is the the roughest game to go back to in the Uncharted uh, in the Uncharted games. Um, yeah, so yeah. Just, no, yes. I t- I I, to- I totally agree and. Uh, just like like in, in regards to the first Uncharted game, like the developer always describes the development process of the first Uncharted game as uh, doing surgery with like a chainsaw. Because like mm-hmm. when making that game, they had to like figure out the PS3's like unusually complex uh, yeah. um, architecture. Yeah. And, and and you can see like the, the big jump from the Uncharted 1 to Uncharted 2, right? Like mm-hmm. such a big improvement. But yeah, I totally agree. Like I think it's too early for sony to um to remake the last of us uh, part one mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and the story would get even weirder when we uh, get uh, further in the article but just for now um i totally agree like give the give the game some years to just like, you know yeah. to to be it be be on its own right and as you said yeah. the game came out in 2013 and in 2014 uh, Nordic themselves released and remastered version for the ps4 yeah, which worked fine. You know, you can you play it on the PlayStation Five, right? Yeah, uh, yes, yes, you can, right? So, so <laughs> you can play it on the PS Five, and it and, and it's still uh, very fun to play, and, and it doesn't feel like an old game, at least uh, no, to no. me and, and you, uh, I would presume. So it's such a weird, weird um, decision from from yeah. Sony, and and it's uh, as a PlayStation fan, uh, not a fanboy, but you know, a fan, like. <laughs> It has me worried, right? Like it's it, it's such a weird move, and um, 
yeah, it's uh, like they would be way better off if they would uh, remake um, the first Uncharted game, mm-hmm. but uh, they decided not to because, uh, as the article says, like further down, that uh, it, it like it seems too uh, too expensive, and that's why this uh, secret group kind of uh, decided on remaking The Last of Us instead. The other thing in the article is that so this uh, secret group actually uh, did, uh, like worked on a remake of The Last of Us, the first one, and then they kind of had like a a, de- a demo that they could show off to uh, uh, executive at uh, Sony, and uh, they showed this uh, gameplay demo off to uh, uh, the chief of the Worldwide Studios, the Sony uh, Herman Holst, which was uh, former the CEO at the Guerrilla Games that gave us uh, games such as uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and the Killzone series. And he said when he saw the, uh, the demo that um, we, we can't do this, guys. This this is... Uh, no, this is too expensive. Um, yeah. Which in itself, I guess, is is like a fair uh, assumption, right? Like, it's too expensive. And he, he even says, like, the budget for, for remaking The Last of Us Part 1 was way higher what uh, Sony were used to budgeting for other remakes, yeah. But uh, Michael, uh, what's his name again? Michael, uh, Michael M- Moonbauer. Moonbauer. Yeah. Moonbauer, yes. He said, like, his reasoning was that because they had to remake it for the PS5, they needed a bigger staff and uh, more money to to make it uh, look uh, look as uh, the part as the uh, Last of Us Part Two. Uh, but yeah, but like another thing that kind of caught my attention reading the article is that how how Sony is treating the secret crew, right? Like, like it's it's always like uh, um, understaffed, and they don't get enough, like enough money or recognition to do the things that they want to do. They are like kind mm-hmm. of just treated as like this, like I don't know, like like this uh, kind of um, support group in a way. Yeah, so yeah, just, uh, yeah, just just the the, the helpers uh, instead of like individual uh, creators. Um, yeah, and, and it is such like it's such a shame because like uh, it it seems like they've been working on a lot of high profile Sony games. So um, yeah, I have I have idea of like the uh, like the studio like have a lot of talent that could be utilized if they just had the chance and the trust from uh, from Sony to kind of uh, execute. I don't know if I should get into it now because I had I took a lot of look at some of the um, you know Sony's own uh, companies uh, to sort of get an idea of how they work um, because like the, the title uh, the article mentions it's a little worrying that sony has this major major look at or major focus on on big blockbuster or games instead of sort of hitting a little bit of a middle ground at, at times yeah. um, but because i definitely had a look at for example companies like for example ben studios um yeah. The game they made before uh, Days Gone was Uncharted Golden Abyss. Mm-hmm. And and for those who don't know, that's the, the PS Vita Uncharted game. Yeah. Um, and they made us a bunch of other games, but none of them were were any bigger than Uncharted Golden Abyss. And Days Gone is definitely a lot bigger than Uncharted Golden Abyss. So, so that's a that's a big step. I don't think... And, and, and they've done this before. Um, what was it? Ready at Dawn was also a, a company they, they had that made you know smaller games. And then they were giving the range to make uh, the Order 1886, yeah. which was like a big uh, AAA game, but mm-hmm. wasn't as successful. No. Um, it's First of all, it's very interesting to, to look at what, like why Sony pushes these companies to make these major... Oh, well, okay, for, for all I know, I don't know if it's, it's the game companies who want to make these big games or if it's Sony pushes for these big games. But there are a lot of examples of 
know, smaller companies making big games, AAA games um, from, from uh, for Sony. So I, I believe it might be Sony who's pushing for these big blockbuster games. And that can both be good and bad. Like, like for example, The Order was not very successful and Dixcom was only partly successful and that one's just getting scratched. Yeah, in, in, in terms of uh, Days Gone, it actually uh, did quite well in, in, in terms of sales numbers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it did very well in, in Japan, especially. And oh. in 2019, it was actually like the uh, the best-selling uh, Sony exclusive uh, of that oh. year, uh, which means that it uh, outsold games like Mortal Kombat or Borderlands 3, which came oh, out wow. in the same year. So it did exceptionally well. Yeah. But the thing is that uh, I uh, like one of the uh, uh, past. Um, I think game director and writer uh, of Ben Studio actually said in a podcast um, uh, that I saw on YouTube that Sony, like, beside uh, Sony caring about sales number, which of, of course are very impo- important, um, mm-hmm. they also care a lot about me- Metacritics. Like, and, and it is something that you have to uh, at least be higher than ninety or something, like around ninety. Like, if you're below ninety, that. That that is considered bad. That that's considered okay. a failure in um, in 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 Sony's world, and I think that's also one of the big takeaways from this article is that okay. Sony kind of it seems like Sony are, are doubling down, are tripling down on on, on triple A uh, productions, right? Because they know how expensive they are, but they also expect that the revenue from all from these titles will be. Uh, 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 earned back uh, exceptionally, mm-hmm. like way, uh, like times five or ten, uh, ten times the development cost. And, and yeah. uh, as you said, I think it's, uh, um, I think it's good and bad. But honestly, for me at least, I think there's more bad things to this than good things because, like, it makes Sony a very safe and a risk averse company, right? Mm-hmm. They are too afraid to take risk, and 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 that's something that only hurts the gamers like us in the future right like if you don't yeah. get anything new if you just get get the like like getting the same games that, that's going to be a problem you're, you're co- completely correct and and it's interesting you mentioned uh, this uh, metacritic thing because i just looked at metacritic days gone sits and uh, at 71 uh what 771 71 yeah um which i mean that could explain a lot if it needs to have above 80 uh, and and days gone is just at a 71 that they're not interested in in making a sequel for that game just because it has a has a lower because 71 isn't a bad metacritic but definitely isn't as good as what was it i just looked at i looked at horizon zero dawn which is an 89 um so yeah for, uh, oh and i uh, i definitely want to add to you to to the whole thing about yeah sony has become a really uh risk what do you call it risk averse yeah yeah risk averse uh for certain i mean there are the good games like Uncharted and Last of Us and uh, God of War. I mean, they work, uh, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and, and I love those games and all, but but we, we're missing those games in between, you know? Like, I don't think we're going to see another um, Shadow of Colossus, for example. Like, that was such a middle game or such a middle uh, budget game that just was so in, in, in innovative and... and and creative and and strange in in so many so many ways that I don't think we're going to see that at least not at that budget. Uh, we might see it from some of the indie games, but I mean indie games have you know a lot of limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like you say, yeah, it, that's a shame. I mean, imagine if we're never going to get any innovative game again. I mean, I loved Last of Us Part Two, but and and that was definitely 
great and pushed the the, the what's it called the industry a lot and mm-hmm. and was beautiful and, and and technically a marvel. But uh, I mean, it, was it innovative? Um, maybe. Uh, I mean, I would argue for some of the things, but 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 overall, it's just another uh, uh, realistically looking triple A game, like so many others. I mean, where are the where are the weird ones? Where um, I mean, the, the the latest weird game that I played was uh, a game called Return to the Opera Din. Do you know that game? I heard about it. That's like the detective game, right? Yeah, uh, you're you're sent on this ship that has returned in the Opera Din. It has returned, um, but with no no crew at all. You're being sent there to, uh, and the crew had there were sixty people on the ship, um, and you're being sent there to find out what happened to all these sixty men. And then you have to solve. Then you you're allowed to see the last glimpse of uh, of memory that these men or, or, or women had before they were killed or died or whatever happened to them. Uh, and and just by that, you have to piece together sixty murders mm-hmm. uh, or six, sixty kills or sixty. Well, what happened to sixty people? And it's a fantastic experience, um, but definitely a strange one. Um, and I don't think we're ever going to see that from a from a Sony game. No, you're definitely not, uh, especially uh, now that they've also, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Sony used, used to have like uh, a big uh, studio in Japan. It's just called Japan Studios, very yeah, yeah. Uh, unoriginal. Uh, yeah, they just kind of uh, restaffed, well, not restaffed, but they kind of uh, changed the structure of the that company, and which resulted in a lot of uh, staff being uh, laid off, actually. So, so they kind of... Uh, uh, cut all the part like like a lot of the people don't work there anymore the only team that worked there uh, right now is the team that uh, made like the astro, uh, astro yeah. Bar playroom right uh, yeah uh, and 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 that like that the, like uh, japan studio uh, helped uh, make games such as gravity rush one and two and they even mm-hmm. actually assisted in uh, team eco's uh, development of you know uh, shadow of the colossus and um uh, what's the latest one they made? Guardian? Uh, the Last Guardian. Yeah, yeah, last, yeah, 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 Last Guardian, right? And those games were not like, I wouldn't consider them like triple A, but maybe double A or something. And then that's the space that, that's the, the type of game that Sony kind of needs. And it seems like they are moving into a future where they're only going to focus on triple um, A games. And, and, I don't know. It's just a bit worrying, and, and as you said, right? Like mm-hmm. we need these like innovative games from indie developers, but also from big companies such as Sony, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you- and we like we know that Sony's like one of Sony's like PlayStation's uh, strongest assets are all the amazing exclusives, right? That mm-hmm. we've been uh, keep bringing up uh, on on the show so far. Um, but yeah, also like the article also said that um, like like it the, the article from Bloomberg also gave us like a very uh, kind of worrying insight in how Sony have been treating uh, Studio Bend that gave us Days Gone, right? Like, mm-hmm. at some point, they uh, the staff at the Studio Bend were assigned to two different Naughty Dog projects. One of them is uh, that we presume to be the uh, standalone uh, multiplayer part for The Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. and the other game being uh, a new Uncharted game or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it seems like a lot of the top leaders at Studio Bend kind of were... Felt uh, mistreated by by that decision, and they kind of complained to uh, Sony and and asked to be removed from the Uncharted project because like it, it might have seemed like they were afraid of being absorbed by by Naughty Dog, yeah. Uh, which is kind of weird because like 
I thought people would thought like I think that that would be like a dream to be like part of uh, Naughty Dog, but uh, maybe they they were just like uh, in a time where they wanted to have their own thing, mm. so that's why they wanted to keep their like uh, um, autonomy. And uh, uh, fortunately, uh, uh, I think very recently they actually got approved to to work on their like own project. I think maybe it, it, two years ago or something. So that's very exciting to, uh, that yeah. uh, Studio Band. Uh, uh, are able to um, um, for certain uh, yeah, develop yeah. their own game, uh, but then again, like two of their like uh, head creators uh, that were that were working on Days Gone also left the company like last year. Yeah. Uh, so so a lot of um, worrying things uh, like going on behind the uh, curtains, uh, but we have to see uh, what uh, Studio Band are up to. And just yeah. to uh, give like the last uh, point to um, uh, the last note on the, the Last of Us uh, remake is that. Now, uh, it's actually Naughty Dog that's in charge of the remake. Okay. So, so what started to be like uh, something that this secret group are working on is now some like a project that Naughty Dog themselves are kind of in charge of, which is insane in in in, in my ears. <laughs> I don't know what you think. That is also like again. I'm just like I don't I don't need a Last of Us remake. Can we just get something new? Because I I've, I've been so excited to see what Naughty Dog's next, next game was going to be because there is room for a Last of Us Part 3 and and as I don't know if you heard the rumors but uh, the rumors are, or they're uh, actually rumors they've been confirmed yep. that Neil, Neil Druckmann and the other writer whose name I've forgotten right now um, has actually written a, mm-hmm. sort of a first draft for the story, where the story could go but it's nothing but a draft. It's it's not been officially uh, announced. It's not been officially decided that they're going to make uh, a new game. But they just written it. Be- I, I, probably just because they needed to. Yeah. Uh, so so it's sort of ready if if they ever decide to do it. Um, so there's definitely room for the Last Force Part Three. But I wouldn't think that would be their next game. Uh, and normally it would be an Uncharted game. But on, to me at least, Uncharted is done. Like four is sort of the end of that story. Um, I'm, I'm open for new Uncharted games and if they can be great, great but if now of course Ben was taken off that project but if they put other uh, studios on the next Uncharted game that begs the question What? well what the fuck can I swear? Yeah of course I'm just gonna um, yeah totally fine no worries okay yeah. what, the, what the hell uh, is Naughty Dog uh, um, going to do next? What, what's next for them? what's uh yeah, like, like, what are they going to do? Are they going to do? I mean, what, what even, what audience are they going for? Because it seemed like they, they sort of rise in, in like, they make kids games like Crash games and Jack and Daxter, and then Uncharted games, which were sort of, I guess, like teenagers and and young mm-hmm. adults maybe. And now there's like The Last of Us, which to me at least is some of some of the most brutal games out there. So like, where do they go from here? Do they make a more brutal game? Do they make a less brutal game, or do they just ignore that completely? Yeah, and 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 I like your point, and I totally agree that if you're like a gamer and you've been a fan of Naughty Dog since the uh, Jack and Dexter days, it it kind of seems like they've been growing up uh, with you, right? Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and as you said, like with Uncharted and now Last of Us. And and to have like uh, a company uh, as Naughty Dog, and and just to think about the possibility of what they could do if they had the chance to to develop a new IP is so exciting, and that's and that's really the part that makes me most disappointed with the news that they are actually, if the rumors are true, 
that yeah. they are now developing a remake of mm-hmm. of their like masterpiece, right? Mm-hmm. The Last of Us. It's it's uh it's such a waste of um talent. And yeah. another thing that Alka also mentioned is that the plan was that if this secret group were able to finish the development of the Last of Us uh, one remake, they would actually sell off uh, a package where you could buy uh, the remake of the first one and then the Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. So so again, it seems like it it. it these days, it's just like businessmen that are kind yeah. of taking all the, the, the very important decisions uh, at Sony and PlayStation. Honestly, it, it kind of makes sense because PlayStation is the most important, what, what do you call it, uh, uh, most important branch in the Sony uh, uh, brand these days. Yeah. So, so the leaders at PlayStation have to take account for not just PlayStation, but all the other branches of, uh, of Sony. Yeah, um, and just going back to the uh, to, to Studio Bend, you you uh, you shared like a link to an article that uh, talked about uh, Days Gone Two and um, yeah, what they uh, kind of pitched to to Sony. I don't know if you would like to just tell us a, a bit about that. Yeah, certainly. Uh, well, so apparently, uh, what was his name? Was was it John Gar- Garman? Um, Jeff Ross. Yeah. So Jeff Ross uh, was on David. David Yeffer, I believe his name is the the original creator of God of War's yeah. uh, podcast uh, or YouTube yeah. podcast or show or whatever that's uh, that's called. Um, and 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 he he talked a little bit about the dude who 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 is now he, he has left the studio, so mm-hmm. so I guess he's a little bit open to talk about what was going on there. Yeah. Um, and and personally, I'm a little. I mean, it, just my personal taste. I don't know if I, I'm all for the ideas because. They're very interesting. He was talking about co-op and he was talking about multiplayer and a sort of a shared uh, world in a way where you were like, so I guess the idea was, because there was a lot of camps and there are a lot of other survivors in Days Gone. And I guess the idea was to sort of make that uh, more player based. So like other survivors out there were other players, I believe, which could of course have been really cool. But I don't, I don't know about you. That's never been the highlights of other games uh, that have been doing it like Okay, well, you have Dave Stranding, where it's always nice to hear other people out there, but you never meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, may- so maybe that could have worked if, if the world was probably built for it. But then you need to make the world extremely dangerous. Um, and Days Gone just wasn't that dangerous, at least not when you became overpowered. Um, I mean, it's an interesting idea, and I can definitely see it working. But personally, I would just like them to take the first game and just polished it completely and made a bit of sequel. Um, but no, it's it's ambitious and, and, and says a lot about Ben Studio because the first game was also very ambitious. Um, but and I, I, this is just to play the, you know, the devil's advocate. Um, yep. We talked a lot about uh, you know it's worrying what Sony's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, however, like to point out that um, Jeff Rush did mention uh, in that uh, interview that he didn't leave for any um, any uh, what, what do you call it strict um, internal uh, conflicts or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't like it wasn't because things gone too bad rejected or anything, and, and that could of course be him just you know covering his his ass. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, talking too much smack about uh, the studios. He can he maybe go back to work too, but uh, if we take that for 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 face value um that that could at least there's some upside to it i mean sony might be this big might be turning into this big corporate uh thing 
but at least it seems like the creators still have a little say in, in, in what happens. Like, for example, Ben Studio was allowed to to say no to these games and are now working on their own game. Um, so in a way, it also makes sense that Sony has to, you know, approve of, of the projects. And it's a little shame it's not going to be days gone. And it's maybe a little bit of an overreaction uh, that, that just because the sales, because, you know, like you're saying, it sold a lot. And, and I believe a lot of people has now been playing it because it just became free on, on PlayStation Plus yeah. or last month. Um, I mean, I didn't play it before this the last month and, and I've been enjoying it a lot and I'm definitely going to get the second one if, if it ever comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's also because I've been having a lot of really positive, a positive view of PlayStation the last couple of years. And it's definitely, like you're right, it's turning a lot more into a corporate thing. Um, but it seems like there's still some humanity left in there, you know. For example, with the I don't know, did you hear about the they were going to close the PS Vita and PlayStation Three stores? Yeah, what, what what do you think about that? Uh, I... I mean, first of all, I just well, first when I heard it, I was you know of course upset. Well, first of all, I I, st- I started worrying whether or not I was I was going to be able to get the games I had on there uh, them on PlayStation because I don't have the space in my PlayStation storage or my PlayStation to store all my my games. So I just been I, I'm constantly deleting games and downloading games all the time. Yeah. Um, I was worried I was going to lose them, but they did come out uh, and state that that's not the case. You can still retrieve your games. The stores are just not going to be live, so you can't buy games. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, that's a bit that's a better alternative than just them com- com- completely deleting your games. But of course, it's still a bad thing that you can't buy new games because. Yeah. Hell, what if you just haven't gotten a PlayStation Free? What if you haven't gotten the money to buy all the games? I mean, I've been thinking about like, okay, now I need to go in and buy all the games that I want for the PlayStation Free that I haven't had time to do yet. But that's gonna be pretty expensive. So, do, am I gonna have the money for that? If you mm-hmm. don't, just too bad. There was a lot of backlash on that, and the fans, uh, of course, complained. Which, of course, yeah. Uh, and Sony heard that, and 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 they actually back backtracked on the decision. They're not closing. Um, they are closing the PSP store, but the but the PS Vita and PlayStation. Oh, is the PS Vita still 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 staying live? Yes, I, I yes, it is. Great, yeah. great. Okay, because yeah, it's definitely still games on there. I'm <laughs> feels like I'm still one of the last humans on earth who has a PS, PS Vita, but uh, it's a good it's a good uh, yeah little, little handheld. That's, that, that's what I heard. Like it's a very good uh, handheld console. And just going back to the uh, whole backlash with uh, Sony uh, deciding to shut down uh, PS3 mm-hmm. and, and PS Vita, it's just the handling, the communication of how sure. they they did it, right? Because like sure. I, I know of uh, um, like I heard like for some uh, Vita developers that. That they were able to 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 still purchase and buy developer kits for the Vita, oh, weeks before they announced the announcement that they're gonna shut down the the entire uh, store, which means okay. that the game that they've been working on, yeah, will be a waste of time, right? Oh, that, yeah, okay, that's so, dumb. So that that's that's uh, not cool at all from Sony no. part that they would sell developer kits well knowing that they're going to shut the, uh, yeah. the online store down. Yeah. And also in, in regards to PS3, right? Like there's like no way uh, as of now, I think that you're able to play like PS3 games on PS4 and PS5, right? No, you need to have it remastered or something. Exactly. So by shutting down that online store, like all those games would technically be like be gone. Uh, but, mm-hmm. but, well, you can buy them physically, but that doesn't matter because you can't really play it on your ps4 or 5 anyways you have to play it on a ps3 yeah 
so yeah, I, I of course kudos to to Sony for for not uh, for going for kind of uh, uh, taking the decision back and deciding not to shut down those two uh, two two stores, uh, which again kind of it means that as you said, like they are listening to their um, audience, which is a good yes, thing. Still, uh, yeah, Thank still, God. and and just to go back to the days gone, uh, the two thing. Uh, from like my personal take on that is that uh, the way they pitched it or the way that Jeff Ross described the pitch to me sounded like a Destiny game, right? You know, a live service Ooh, yeah. game. You know, Destiny yeah. or Division, and that part. Oh yeah, I can. I, I did not. Yeah, you're right. I did yeah. not see that. Yeah. And that part really kind of worries me because, like, I hate those games because, like, they it, it, those games always feels like when you finish the main, um, you know, main uh, campaign, that's when the real game starts. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I I don't want that in, in in any Sony game. But the different part that you kind of highlighted, like co-op game and being able to uh, create your own like um, base with friends mm-hmm. and kind of like taking on a bigger horde with a friend or two, that yeah. sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you noticed, know but uh, the game World War C, have you heard about the game? Yeah, I know it. I haven't played it though. Yeah, like the developer uh, behind that game actually approached uh, uh, um, Studio Ben uh, to offer a multiplayer multiplayer part to Days Gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they were rejected. Like I think they just got rejected by Sony or Studio uh, Ben, and that's why they made this like uh, World War C game. Okay. So, so the potential is there clearly because, like, it seems like there's like uh, a lot of like definitely a fan base in regards to the World War C game. Uh, yeah. So to see the flourish is uh, is very nice and like and then again honestly like I I don't need a Days Gone too, but uh, okay. it would be nice to to uh, at least give uh, Studio Ben the options to to do it because like with yeah. the first game they they kind of like established their like their footing with the game right they they have all the main mechanics uh, in place so now they can build upon and polish as you said right and make a, a sequel that's probably going to be way better than the first game. And we know from other game series that usually, like the uh, second game in a series, is usually like the best one, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at times. At times. Uh, but... Would you would you say that to the last was just a personal question? Like gameplay wise. Yeah, then, but that's yes. not really fair. Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, oh, can you still oh. say that? Yeah. Overall, let's see. Oh. I really can't answer that question because, like, it's <laughs> yeah. both games are so important to me and just uh, mm. just really left me with like uh, a very strong emotional um, yeah, impact. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I completely agree. But yeah. you would you say the story is better in the first game? I would say I would say the story for me at least. I think the story is better in the first game because it was just like the premise was very simple. Mm-hmm. It was like the execution that was so incredible mm-hmm. and, and really kind of stuck with me at least uh, where the second one uh, the the story is way more ambitious yeah and and honestly like the thing that they try out like they 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 want to do with the story actually landed on at me right like like i i, I understood uh, where, what they yeah. were going and i felt it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I mean i i completely agree and i'm pretty much sure you're just saying my words out loud i just uh like but i would also agree but yep. we're talking like nitpicks. Like I just think that the, the, there are few more flaws in the second game, but it's also a lot longer, so it's like it's a bigger puzzle to fit together. So fair enough. But it should <laughs> not that it should be about Last of Us. I was just curious. Um, so sequels. 
Oh, sorry, I forgot the question. Where, 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 where do you come from again? No, we, we were just talking about you know Days Gone and then Days Gone Two and 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 why and, and I just mentioned that usually like the second game in a game series is usually like the best one in in, in the trilogy or in the series overall. Yeah. Uh, but no, like yeah, and I think actually that's um, like in in regards to the article, I think we've been like through the at least for me like the most important uh, parts uh, of the uh, of the article. Um, Can yeah. I go back a little bit because I actually had yeah, something sure. to say, uh, about the the secret thing. Yeah. Um, and I was just you know just to put it just to back and forth a little bit because I do yeah. actually agree with you on a lot of the points. But so so definitely, um, I think that that I think. That's still some, like I'm saying, I think there's still some humanity left in in, in Sony, and I, and I still think they're they're decent company overall, despite the fact that we might be looking for for a little bit of a, a, a twist. Um, we could, of course, just be you know worried about nothing, hopefully, but but there are definitely bigger corporate decisions at play. Like we talked about the PlayStation Store, the decision for doing that was you know it was money money wise like it was economic like like the playstation store and PC Vita store which is are just difficult or just expensive to keep up so they thought hey no one has a playstation 3 anymore let's just put it down despite the fact that people still have a playstation 3 and despite the fact that people are still making games for ps vita mm-hmm. um so so definitely there's some corporate douchebaggery about it but uh just to play the devil's advocate i do i do i I understand it's a shame, but I do completely understand, you know, the, the economic decision of doing it. Where I think the biggest problem so far, and you mentioned it, lies, is the communication. Yeah. Oh, like gosh. it's just been been like like why have why you they probably knew that people were making games for PS Vita, so why not tell them, hey, uh, it's great you're making games, but we we are planning on shutting it down. Maybe you should, you know, get your game out quicker or, or maybe we can push it back a little bit or something yeah why just why just allow it and then just shut it off that's that's like the worst thing you can do yeah and and usually when when companies announce these kind of um, announcement that they're shutting down servers or whatever they usually give people uh, a half year minimum half year leeway right like yeah a heads up before it happens in in this case i think we were talking like three or four months or something yeah like that's like it's, nothing, and, and as a developer, cool. you have, like you just have to like look at your mirror and think, okay, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna just gonna quit this game, or you know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the communication part at Sony has been uh, been very bad recently. But honestly, like it's it's not just like that story that's that kind of have me worried. It's like 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 so many other things, and I think. I don't know if this is true, but I think it kind of started with the new um, chief at Sony, uh, Jim Ryan. I don't know if you've seen him. You have, right? At State of Play. I like, probably have. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I can't really put his name, put his face on a name now, but I, I probably have. So, okay, this is going to be a, a maybe uh, a bit of a side way, but like in the PS4 area, uh, PlayStation had like these recognizable uh, personalities such as uh, Sean Layden, uh, Shuhei yeah. Yoshida, right? Uh, you, um, maybe you've seen him. Uh, like faces that fans could kind of put, uh, could recognize, and, and kind of, uh, yeah, it kind of made a lot in terms of communi- uh, communicating um, the different things uh, to to the fans. And and this is something that has been happening throughout the uh, life cycle of each console. Like uh, when when PlayStation uh, wins the generation, right? They, mm. they they become coggy, and then the next generation yeah. 
and stupid, which we saw with PS3, where they just started uh, selling the console for like too expensive, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Xbox, like uh, 360, they 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 kind of won the generation. And then when the Xbox One came out, a lot of backlash with all these mm-hmm. you know, crazy things I had, and it's mm-hmm. kind of the thing that we are seeing again with Sony, I think, because uh, yeah. like. Jim Ryan, which is like the new uh, head of uh, PlayStation, had had been had been saying in interviews that he believes in generation games, right? So, uh, like, like he believes that they should only be developing games for the PS5 and only PS5. And he said this before the uh, uh, um, the release of PS5. So everybody thought that games such as you know Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Miles Morales, and uh, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn two or whatever would only yeah. be for PS5. But now we know that that's not the case, right? The, both game, and and I presume uh, God of War Two will also be coming for PS4. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, it's like uh, he's just he's just saying the things, the right things for the investors. It seems like, and and yeah. that, that part has me worried quite a lot. Uh, to, to to be frank, uh, yeah, you you definitely right, yeah, yeah and. It, it is a shame that a lot of the decision they're making, despite the fact that it seems like there's still some some heart at PlayStation, is very corporate. Like, um, like what? Why is it? I I don't understand why they have why they are so afraid of risking things because it seems like to me at least it seems like they're really ahead of the game. Like yeah. the PlayStation Five is selling like crazy. I mean, I don't even have one, and because <laughs> it isn't anywhere. But whenever a new PlayStation Five, a uh, new wave comes, it's bought out instantly. And I yeah. think we're gonna look at that for like at least three months uh, in the future. Still, where, where whenever a new wave comes, it's just gonna mm-hmm. be bought out completely. Yeah. Um, so it's selling really, really well, and then the PlayStation Five games so far are doing extremely well. But but. But why? So, so why are they so picky? Like, look at at the PlayStation Five. Yeah. Look at the at, at the exclusive PlayStation Five. Um, PlayStation Five came out in November, right? That was the month it came out. Yes. Yeah. How many PlayStation Five exclusive have we gotten so far? Two. I think it's yeah, two. Demon but, Souls, which isn't really like a new game, it's like a remake of a yeah. older game, and then Returnal. Uh, yeah, house mark that just came out, which is fantastic, by the way. Yeah, but, uh, I, I just listened to your review, so yeah. uh, and I want to play it, but yeah. um, no place in five, no place in five, and, and see, <laughs> that's the other part, right? Like the sort shortage of uh, PS5 consoles, like Sony should have delayed the uh, the the launch of PS5, and I really thought it was a question about being afraid of uh, losing to the to the competitor, which is Microsoft Xbox, right? The, probably, yeah, yeah, because like. I think I just read a report from Sony, like uh, the, the the boss at the Japan or something. He said that this uh, problem with uh, not enough PlayStation Five is gonna last not to the end of this year, but also to the end of next year. Really? Oh my god! Yeah, you know, so they should just have <laughs> delayed the console because, to be honest, even though I have a PS Five and I'm thankful for that every day, <laughs> like. <laughs> Like honestly, like you don't need a PS Five right now because like no. there's like not a lot of con- uh, exclusive. No, but you I could... want one though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, of <laughs> course, I, I, I totally understand that. Like the next exclusive that that I'm looking forward to is of course Ratchet and Clank uh, with the part. Yeah, but after that, I don't know what else I'm gonna um, be excited for because like Sony haven't been communicating anything no. uh, special and and. That's just uh, that's that's just very worrying. Um, yeah, I mean, 
and this is again this is a personal taste uh yeah. i wasn't the biggest fan of horizon so so i'm not excited for into the new one but um uh, beside god of war the the games that i'm most excited on playing on my on my playstation 5 is, is games like um well of course i'm, I'm looking forward to experience the last was part two in 4k and all that but yeah. but like recent evil uh village i i can't wait to experience that on playstation 5 and other uh like assassin's creed valhalla and um call of duty even i mean those are yeah. playstation games um so so like why is there such a shortage of of playstation 5 games i mean shouldn't we have like a whole launch pad of just i mean i know launch title don't have a great track history but shouldn't we have a little more than just one that was a remake another one that came out well what, what is it three months later or more uh, yeah yeah around four months later or something yeah and and uh, despite the fact Returnal, I've heard Returnal is great and all, but is it that great? I mean, is it is it is it the console buyer? It's not a console buyer, but it's a console showcase. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I feel like the, doesn't the PlayStation Five need like like a console buyer? Like for example, um, what came out with PlayStation Four? Um, the res- the PS PS uh, Four lineup was terrible. Uh, yeah okay uh, so so there's nothing to 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 get from there like uh, it's true yeah but, geez crap i was playing killzone or shadowfall that was not very very perfect yeah but <laughs> but just to uh talk about another competitor nintendo right when they released mm-hmm. the switch they had the zelda breath of the wild yeah and, and and that's that's just like uh that's definitely uh the the best ex- like a golden example of what a console uh, like a must-have is and, yeah. uh, and a constant seller, but also like a launch title. Wasn't Odyssey also a launch title? No, that came uh, uh, a bit later. Okay, but it was same year though, right? Uh, did those games competed at the Game Awards, so I think it's the same year. Yeah, yeah, okay, but yeah, so it was very close together, right? Um, and, and and that's the thing that's, that's one of uh, PlayStation's other big problem is that they, they need to either buy more company uh, more uh, game developers mm-hmm. or do something else because like when you look at uh, microsoft and xbox right they, they just bought like bethesda mm-hmm. and and that's like what uh, eight new studios just uh, just being uh, added to the uh, to the uh, roster xbox exclusive uh, first party roster right mm-hmm. so so i think Xbox right now, as it currently stands, have double as many developers as Sony, which means yeah. if they kind of play it smart, they will be able to release a first-party exclusive mm. every four months in, in in two years, right? So so there's yeah. like four triple uh, A exclusive from Xbox compared to PlayStation, maybe two exclusives a year, and and that's not maybe not and, and that that might not be every year, but every other year and that's going to be a big problem if and, and, and if that's the case sony's going to have a big big problem i mean just i'm just gonna real quick add a playstation fanboy comment yep. um if any of those games of course can in any way compete with the playstation games that we have i mean no offense to any uh, bethesda fans but are there any console buyers in any of those games i'm just asking <laughs> Well, we know that Elder Scrolls. Uh, I think it's six. Uh, the next one's gonna be six. If if that turns out to be good, another failure like a Fallout uh, seventy six. Yeah, I think that might be a system seller. Yeah, but 
isn't that a big if? Because the last Bethesda games that Bethesda has made themselves have not really been, at least in my opinion, and from what I'm seeing, I haven't played 76, but I, I believe it's pretty bad. Yeah. And I didn't like Fallout 4. I have, and I know people do like it, but I don't believe anyone's calling it a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, do do we do we believe that Elder School Six is going to be fantastic? Uh I I believe it's going to be fantastic. The question is if it's going to be an exclusive only for Xbox, or if they're going to mm-hmm. uh, uh, give it uh, like be like uh, also release it on uh, other consoles. Uh, that's the big question. Sure. Because uh, like whatever it's gonna be bad or good, it's gonna be a, a big seller. Like a lot of people are gonna play, uh, buy it uh, regardless. Because like it's Elder Scrolls, it, that's a big house name. Yeah, S- certainly. I mean, a lot of people have already bought uh, Skyrim like multiple times. Yeah, so, because yeah, it's yeah, released on everything. It's the new Resident Evil Four or um, or so. I don't. Yeah, or some game that was released a lot. Yeah, um, but just. Again, and, and and I'm just being a PlayStation fanboy here. Um, looking at okay, okay, okay. Doom was pretty great, but looking at um, uh, the the Bethesda uh, lineup, um, haven't they lost one of the what was it called? The, the people who made Dishonored and and Prey, I believe Arcade something. Arcane Arcane Studio. Yeah, Arcane. Yeah. Didn't they lose them? Them like are they still on the Bethesda? Because Deathloop is. One of their games, and that's a PlayStation Four exclusive, or PlayStation Five exclusive, the Five and Four, right? Yeah, yeah, I, probably. Yeah. Um. So the thing is that before the acquisition of uh, Bethesda, um, uh, they already made deal with uh, uh, Sony that uh, Deathloop and uh, Tokyo. What's the other game? You know what uh, I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, the Ghost one, the Tokyo. Tuck- the yeah, Tokyo Ghost Stories or something, right? Yeah. Ghostwire, yeah, Ghostwire, just... Tokyo. Ghost yeah, Wire. that's what's it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, those two games already had a deal in place that they would be, I think, exclusive to the to the PlayStation, PlayStation Four and Five for one year or something. Okay. And uh, even oh. though Microsoft just bought Bethesda, they uh, they still decided to uh, to honor the uh, the deal, which is pretty cool of uh, Microsoft. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're gonna be exclusive on. Um, but the, oh. like the interesting thing is that now that Deathloop just got delayed, and and the uh, purchase of Professor is now official. Mm. The interesting part is that when Deathloop eventually get released uh, in in summer or something, will we will PlayStation uh, people actually be able to see an Xbox logo when the games when the game boot, boots up? Do you get? Uh, yeah, yeah. That, hopefully not. I suppose, but. Um... Because it would just be strange, you know, like you're not yeah. playing on play Xbox, but uh, yeah, maybe okay. Because that's interesting. I think it, it it might be now kind of technically be be published by Microsoft. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not again. I'm I'm not 100 sure how their relationship works because yeah. from, from what I could I could read about it, it, it very much seemed like Bethesda were saying that hey, we're just going to continue doing our thing, but we're just owned by Xbox now. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, like, and I, I and I can't understand the financial decision from Xbox. Like, why would they allow that? But I mean, I guess we'll see. You know, I guess like every every uh, man has uh, has his price, and uh, for Professor, <laughs> there was like I don't know how many billions. Uh, yeah, how much? What did, there was a lot of money that they bought him for, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was crazy, and I think they could definitely have got them for a cheaper price, but. Uh, it's uh, yeah, mm. 
it's seven point five billion. Yeah, there you go. Jesus Christ, that's a lot yeah. of money. I, I I could use a lot of money. Yeah, uh, it's insane. But then again, it's Microsoft, right? So they they have a lot of money. They don't need money, and and, and that's the <laughs> other strong uh, thing about Microsoft that they uh, they can just buy so many things they have the money and capital to do that where sony doesn't have that they like they don't have the money to to go and buy ea or ubisoft that that, that would no. never happen i don't think microsoft have that money uh but but that's just to 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 say that it seems like microsoft are investing in the long run and mm-hmm. like in the late game whereas yeah. uh, sony is kind of like also doing that but like a different approach kind of like doubling down on productions uh, instead yeah, of buying and i definitely think that might be like one of the reasons like for example um like like what, what we're saying like xbox is very much focusing on being sort of a subscription service like you, you you have a lot of games and you can play them here if you want to there's nothing they're not trying to be like oh we have the new god of war come and get our exclusives yeah. uh they're being like hey we have games if you like games you can play them here for, for a, a, like not a lot of money um so that's probably what they're going for and and that might also maybe that might also explain why playstation is doubling down on you know be, being the company can be like ooh, we have the new god of war oh you want this don't you you want this you need to mm-hmm. buy our console to get this yeah and and yeah it, it's definitely two different approaches and and we, we gotta see mm-hmm. who uh which one is gonna pan out to be successful in the in in a, in a couple of years another uh, a news that i just thought about is that i don't know if a rumor is that hideo kojima's next game might be uh, xbox exclusive is that a rumor really yeah because uh, i think in a recent uh, interview with phil spencer the head of xbox mm. uh, like he has this like kind of a habit uh, these days with like teasing things in his background when he, he yeah. does like these video calls like with, when he did like the Indiana Jones announcement of Bethesda before it was announced, uh, and 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 I think in the recent interview he actually had like the uh, uh, mascot of Kojima Productions behind his uh, his setup, so people oh. were like uh, thinking, "Ooh, uh, is uh, is Hideo Kojima like uh, uh, having is gonna is he gonna like uh, have a exclusive game with Xbox?" What? And, um, Honestly, if that's the case, I'm gonna buy Xbox. Like I'm already planning on, on, on buying an Xbox <laughs> anyway. But but uh, if if that's oh, gonna happen, God. I'm definitely gonna get myself an Xbox. I might also. Jesus, I don't want to though. <laughs> okay, yeah. it, it, isn't that a little douchey? I mean, was wasn't the PlayStation who gave him a lot of money to make the Stranding, and and it seemed like they were just sort of betting on him making PlayStation games. And now Death Stranding is not even a, a PlayStation a PlayStation exclusive anymore. Well, it it never like technically was cause, like always. It would always uh, plan to be released on uh, PC as well. But I think, without uh, being able to confirm it, I think it's it, it's uh, because the game didn't sell as well as Sony or Kojima kind of hoped it would. Like it, I, I'm sure it, it did. Like critically, it it did really? kind of well. But I don't think commercially it it did like incredibly well. Um, and because- and I think that's. That's uh, why I guess Sony didn't uh, wanted to uh, continue the um, the collaboration with uh, Hideo Kojima, which is a shame. Like, like, yeah, like it, it doesn't always have to be about money. I'm I, not a I businessman, also... so I don't know. Uh, but no, no, yeah, and and I completely get you. The problem is just the video games are so expensive to make, especially these you know big AAA games. I mean, 
uh, literally um, the gaming media is the, the, the media with the most money in it because, you know, like you can just look if you go down in a store and you, you look at a new game versus, you know, a new film, a new film will probably never go uh, too high in price where a video game always costs like a lot of money when you buy it uh, right when right when it comes out. Yeah, but I can also and 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 that's a big shame, right? For for creativity and 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 stuff like that, um, it's unfortunately just a necessary evil, I suppose. I can also see that because uh, I just Google searched it, and and apparently Death Stranding was a bigger. I don't know if it was a bigger success on PC, but it was a big success on 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 the PC. So okay, that could also have explained a lot. Like maybe 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 it just wasn't meant for PlayStation. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, it's it's a good question, and I just think that even though you don't have a console, like, and, and you play on PC or whatever, uh, everybody knows who, uh, who Hideo Kojima is, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of like a mm-hmm. rock star in the game industry. Mm-hmm. So I think when so much hype had been built up, uh, pa- like uh, before the release of the game, of course, like uh, PC gamers are gonna be interested. And when they finally mm-hmm. have the chance, I guess they just took it and. It seems like a lot of people are enjoying the game, uh, and and as you just said, like it's doing pretty well on on PC. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's um, we kind of see like uh like as I said, I like I'm definitely planning on on buying an Xbox uh, One at some point. Yeah. Uh, but but I honestly don't know which game that I want to play. Like they have Halo and gears but that's pretty yeah, but much, you can, much it you can play that on you know the i don't know oh, well i have an xbox one um so that's why like i'm just playing that there yeah um, i would be very interested in the new gears uh six game but uh, as someone who played the fifth game and, and loved the original trilogy it's not like like the original trilogy is, is still better um uh, and then of course halo infinite but i don't believe halo infinite is gonna be like the, the the PlayStation killer, if we can call it that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think so as well. But but Halo is Xbox's most important IP. Uh, yeah, for certainly. Like it, yeah, like some certainly. people would say that without Halo, there would be no Xbox today. And it's very true. They they really push forward the um the 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 well console gaming in, in general, but also just the the couch gaming. You know, like you could play four people on on one on one uh, console back in the halo one days you can still do that obviously but but back in the one day that, that was halo that pushed for this kind of couch gaming and 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 uh, like console first person shooter online experience that was halo that sort of got that uh like made that big and and, and so like call of duty owes a lot to to halo yeah for sure. Uh, so uh, yeah, we'll see if the game is gonna be able to be released this year. They said it would be, uh, I think, at the end of this year. But uh, yeah, it, the game has been delayed uh, uh, multiple times. Uh, yeah, at this point, and and it 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 have to like this game have to like release and be a banger and just you know, yeah. hit on all the right uh, like uh, aspects. Uh, otherwise, I've yeah. It's the most important IP from Xbox, so definitely. Do, do you think it well. will though? If I can ask, honestly, like looking like when I saw the uh, gameplay reveal of the game, I mm. I I wasn't impressed at all, uh, like graphically or no. gameplay wise. Like it, no. it just looked like a very bland uh, FPS shooter, mm-hmm. and of course the meme that that kind of origins from from the uh, crack, yeah. the crack from uh, from yeah. that. Uh, that gameplay uh, video, mm-hmm. but it's clear that um, 
Microsoft listened to the fans' feedback, and that's why yeah. they they kind of put, uh, delayed the game. Yeah, yeah. So it's so it's much. delayed for good reasons in a way, but but it it probably shouldn't be like like the the track re- record for games in a, a long developments are, are not good. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any game that was in development for over eleven years that came out good. Yeah, that's right. Like when a game gets delayed too many times, that's when you mm. have to kind of be worrying. But uh, two or three times, that's that's usually uh, yeah. I mean, that's all right. The Last of Us, that I, I like those delays. I understood, you know. Yeah, and 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 as uh, Neil Druckmann said, like when the first game were, were, was delayed, uh, I think two months or something, or mm. uh, very close to the initial release. Mm. They, um, he said that. Those two months were like the magical months of of the development, right? Like he said, like right, without yeah, those yeah. two months, the game wouldn't be as, as amazing as it is uh, today, right? No. So so uh, most of the time, a delay is good, uh, yeah. but sometimes, as you said, like it's a worrying uh, sign, and yeah. and we will see what what uh, what the case is with uh, Halo Infinite. Um, just before we kind of, because uh, we've been going on for an hour and, and 50 minutes uh, <laughs> right now, and it's been really fun, and I liked uh, our, our our talk. I just wanted to ask you like one last question. like, What does PlayStation have to do in the future to kind of get you excited? Get me excited? Oh, okay. Well, first of all, they have to, you know, announce games. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? we don't have anything. I mean, oh. the only game I'm looking forward to is God of War. But I would really like, like we talked about, I would really love if they, they stop being so secretive. Like, this is the, the industry in general, but PlayStation also, because PlayStation also bad at this. Like, we talked about the communication problem. Stop being so secretive about things. Like, I understand you don't want to spoil things. And I understand, like, with The Last of Us, a lot of things can leak out. But, like, show us things like if you're excited for your thing show it you know why 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 aren't we seeing more behind the scenes shots while while it goes on why don't we hear stories about like why can't jeff ross say things about what happened in the studio i mean yeah we know uh, clashes are a thing but but why can't we hear about why why does everything have to be so secretive i mean it's like with, with like kickstarter campaigns uh, you know, when you back a game, you get like constant updates, like you get new character models, like everything. Like even Hideo Kojima was pretty open about showing like new things. He, he constantly wanted to show mm-hmm. new characters, and and he he even like kept the game pretty uh, vague yeah. uh, to still like not spoil people. But but even he showed a lot of things off because he was so excited about it. But why aren't we seeing more of these things? Like why why does like and and especially here with the PlayStation Five, why is PlayStation so so secretive about everything? Why 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 do why are they why are they trying to turn into this corporate you know mask that like we don't want them to turn into? Why why can't they just go out and say, hey guys, we have a lot of things coming. Uh, we don't want to spoil anything, but we have a lot of things coming, and then just sort of let us in, you know, open the door a little bit, show us some things. Why? I, like just just be be real and and show some things. I mean, I'm ex- I, I'm not that excited for for Resident Clank, but I am excited for it, and I want to play Returnal, and I I'm also excited to see more Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it just feels like they're not showing anything off. Yeah, I, I I really think, and I agree with all all the things that you're saying. I think one of the and I know I've been keep saying this, but one of the big takeaways from from this episode, if you are a fan of PlayStation as we are, like. PlayStation have to improve and get way better at at communicating with the fans. Yeah. 
Definitely, yeah. And, and I really, I, honestly, I really miss the the uh, the PlayStation from the PS4 area, right? When we had like these recognizable faces that we could kind of point to and say, "Oh, this guy, I know this guy. He yeah. he stands for quality and all that." Mm-hmm. These days, there's like nothing. Like we have the state of play, but we even like we have like this female voiceover, but we, like we don't know her. We don't we don't know uh, how like what she looks like. It's just you know, yeah. It's kind of like we need. We need to 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 be. Uh, they need to be better at communicating. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, and so so yeah, I, I don't have anything else to 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 add. It's just uh, I'm I'm hopeful for for PlayStation's future. Of course, like they have still a lot of uh, incredible uh, studios, but also yeah. worrying. You know. Uh, yeah, I, I get you, and we might we might be looking at. Unfortunately, we might be looking at a turning point if if with this whole Ben thing and stuff. If, yeah. if this is really how they're, they're going to continue doing it, um, I guess it just feel like there's a lot of things that's just building up, and it might just get worse, which is bad. But if they listen to the fans, it might also be better. Um, here, here's hoping. Yeah, like like if they don't if they don't change something in, in internally and whatever. Mm-hmm. This is gonna bite them in the butt, and and uh, Xbox yeah. is gonna just uh, be be become like ahead of the competition, and um, oh, wouldn't want to see that. Yeah, and and it's just like, yeah, and that might happen. Uh, but yeah, as you said, like uh, we'll just have to see. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Porsche, like before we end off the show, like do you want to plug anything uh, of anything you've been you are doing right now, or yeah. Um maybe uh i've been thinking about also doing some podcasts but there's nothing out yet so uh so uh not really i have like i made a short film um which you know we, we worked in short films together so yeah. it comes no surprise but one of my short films or okay the only short film just got echo shortlisted um that's nice man that's uh thank you thank you it's uh the problem is it's not official yet so like you can't go in and vote on it yet, but, but I don't oh. know. I, I, can I plug that? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, um, if you just like, okay, so you can't vote yet, but um, do you know when, when we are able to vote? They haven't said. We're hoping it's next Monday, but but they haven't said. So no, we don't know anything, unfortunately. Okay, if can you I, had the link, I would, uh, you know, uh, put it in the post for, for, for the episode. Yeah, I hope That's, I can get it. I don't know. Yeah. I'll try. I'll see if yeah. I can find something. Or maybe I can just, you know, uh, send you the title and then you can put it in the, the link maybe. Oh, the description. Yeah. By the way, can like can I watch the short film now? Like, is it like live? Uh, like, it's not official. It's not uh, up, uh, uploaded officially uh, for the public. But uh, so no, not right now. But um, you, you can when it comes up. Okay, um, cool. And I'll, I'll be quick to send the link out to like everyone, so so you probably know. And uh, I mean, uh, if you're really curious, you, you're more than welcome. To, I mean, I can just send the video. If you <laughs> it's, it's no bigger problem. But um, yeah, we we can just uh, talk about that after the episode. Uh, no, 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 no worries. Uh, but yeah, just to, just to go back to uh, to you, um, what you were saying that you might be uh, thinking about starting your own podcast, like. Uh, when you decide to do, uh, which I hope that you will do, of course, like when you do, uh, I can always bring you back on uh, on my show, and then we can just mm-hmm. talk about your podcast, and you can just, yeah, you know, cool, so, yeah, uh, definitely, that would be nice, yeah. Still right. All right, Porsche. It, it's been fun. Uh, it's been, it's been very interesting, yeah. and uh, been it's been good. I think it, it was a wise decision to to have a guest that also are very knowledgeable knowledgeable uh, about Sony and is a big fan of uh, PlayStation games to talk about this particular article. So uh, thank you so much for um, being on the show. 
It's been fun. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It, it has been fun, yeah. Yes, so yeah, guys, this was the GameSpeak, your weekly gaming podcast. If you like what you hear, consider subscribing to your favorite podcast platform, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or CastBox. Like always, if you have any questions or feedback, don't be shy and just write them at CastBox or my Facebook page, which is the GameSpeak. Take care, guys, and uh, I'll see you in the next week's episode. Bye.